I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today, back with me as always is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is sponsored by great listeners like you guys out there. Thank you for help keeping us on the air on Thursdays, 3 p.m. on ACN. Becky, what's going on today? Nothing. Nothing. Like we just did say, we are listener-sponsored, so if you'd like to help keep us on the air on American Christian Network, you can shoot us a text, give us a call, 509-818-7818. You can find us on social medias, Be Vigilant on Facebook, Twitter, we're not on YouTube. No. Nope. Telegram. Twitter and Telegram is Be Vigilant 11, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Check out our Facebook. Becky's always posting uh, incendiary? No. I post content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it, uh, it takes people back sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But that's all right. If you're feeling convicted when you read a post, maybe that's time to research your Bible a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Meditate on the word. Mm-hmm. That's what I hope our show is bringing to you guys out there. Besides current events that we like to do and Bible verses that we like to do, we hope that it's just it's re-energizing you to meditate on God's word. Because if you look around right now, it's not a time to be slack on God's word, correct? Correct. We are under... And I've heard a lot of preachers. I've been able to hear some really great preaching over the last couple of weeks. And most of the preachers say, or if you go on YouTube and you watch preachers or wherever you go, the older preachers are saying, I've never seen our world under attack more than it is right now by Satan. Because mm-hmm. he knows his time is coming to an end. Yeah. He knows the end of the story. He gets yeeted, as the kids say, right? Well, they used to say that. Yeah. They don't falling behind the time my bad i'm not one of those hip guys i don't know the hip lingo (laughs) but no satan knows that his time is short you know i just received a text from some friends this morning that uh you can now go to whole foods and scan your palm Mm -hmm. that's been happening for and i said you know weeks now whole foods is owned by amazon so that's not really a surprise it's still as scary, right, that people are so willing for convenience to go down that road. I don't know. I just got on board with using my debit card as a tap. Yeah. So that's as far as I want to go. But I don't know. If shoving it in there with the chip or the tap is more secure, they're neither secure. I don't know. I'd rather use cash. Yes. That's so true. You know, you've heard our, our friend... David been on the show talked about uh, digital security or how did he call it digital hygiene? Mm-hmm. Cash is king, still. Mm-hmm. If you're somewhere and it says they don't take cash, then maybe don't be there. Hmm, interesting. Yep. We, we just were somewhere that didn't take cash in a room full of Baptists. Yep, and everybody was all right with it. Anywho, we do like to bring you Bible verses. Becky, I think, has one. Or did you want me to go first? How do you want to load this up? I'll go. All right. I'll start. Okay. I'll be the martyr. Just kidding. 
So I think we've all been seeing this headline of lab-grown meat is now. I don't. I don't remember if it was approved by the FDA. I'm pretty sure. S- yes, yeah, somebody gave permission mm-hmm. to be making it and selling it now. And this is on the coattails of the Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm. So it's not lab-grown meat per se. The Impossible Burger or Impossible any sort of meat. Yeah. But it's fake. It's not real meat. It's not a cow, pig, or chicken. No. So what's been crossing my mind recently has been 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 6. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read that. It's a lot of reading for me, so bear with me. So it starts out, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused, if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Mm-hmm. Now, before you all freak out and say, it's not talking about eating fake meat or actually forbidding to marry. You're correct, but it's on the way there. So it's, I read a, a commentary on this because I was like, there's no way. I mean, of course it will be spot on when it comes to prophecy mm-hmm. um, and, you know, saying what is coming. But the commentary was saying that this is really talking about Christians who have departed from the faith mm-hmm. and are thinking that the if I don't marry, I'm going to be even more spiritual. If I don't eat meat, I'll be cleaner, hmm. therefore being pure. And I think, yeah, absolutely, that's probably true. I've seen it. People that are like, oh, I don't eat meat, you know, or the, the Daniel fast. People think they're very spiritual for doing the Daniel fast. And that doesn't make you any more spiritual. Also, mm-hmm. I've seen this from progressive Christians who I can say that First Timothy 1 through 6 is talking about. So, I mean, it all falls together. Does that make sense? Falls together. Yep. Anyways, it all lands in the same place. People that are falling away from doctrine, true doctrine, mm-hmm. are going to believe, well... If I eat this lab-grown meat, I'm doing a greater thing. Mm-hmm. For the, it's for the greater good. I don't know why they think that lab-grown meat is better. Um, well, I do know why. Because then we're reliant on them, in quotations, Bill Gates. to feed us. Mm-hmm. And I think, and maybe this is just a, 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 a pre-observation, that they're going to say it's cheap so we can feed the starving people. Mm-hmm. So... People think, oh, I'm I'm doing my part in, in saving the planet, in saving starving people. I'm being more spiritual. I'm holier than you mm-hmm. because I'm not eating a poor animal with a face. What? How? First of all, it, a it can't taste the same. Mm-hmm. B what's it grown with? Well, we all know. Well, those of us pure bloods know that they're gonna stick the mRNA in there. 
Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, why not? You could just mm-hmm. rub out all, eradicate all infection and disease by eating mm-hmm. this lab-grown meat well, by Bill giving, Gates. Yeah, they're already giving it to live animals. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they just put it in their lab-grown garbage oh, yeah. chicken? For sure. And right in the middle, of, I heard, won't eat meat. Right. I'm right. A, I'm pretty by the by the word. Well, and it says if you're going to abstain from meat, then you're saying what God made for you isn't good enough. Yeah. See, and and the writer I was reading in the enduring word commentary and the writer said people think they're holier than God. They're more spiritual than God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I've seen a lot of that lately. Oh, yeah. You go back in the Old Testament when God created everything, he gave us dominion mm-hmm. over every, the fowl, over the fish, over over every creeping thing. Not yeah. that he's saying to eat bugs, but by the way, that's coming too. I would eat a bug before a lab-grown meat. I think yeah, because at least they're full of actual protein. When God made bugs, like yeah, still gross. Yeah, well, I mean, I've heard he didn't tell us to eat bugs. I mean, sure, John the Baptist ate bugs. Yeah, but we're not all John the Baptist. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was actually our pastor told me, you know, what he had read. Why John the Baptist was eating bugs is because out there, you know, they still were under the law. Mm-hmm. Well, bugs were clean. Yep. So he was still as crazy as he seemed eating bugs. And I mean, people eat chocolate dip crickets now. Oh, now they've been doing. I remember I meant, somebody like, offering them to me as a child. We're, yeah, I'm thinking us is <laughs> not oh, Old Testament gotcha, times. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can go online and buy chocolate. Well, and dip in other crickets. countries. Sometimes that's the only protein they can get, so they'll serve plates full of bugs on the street. That's a, a delicacy. Mm-hmm. I've heard some, you know, traveling chefs on TV say mm-hmm. bugs are good. I just want to cut you off and say the other day we were uh, hanging out with some friends, and somebody brought up, it might have been Antonia, brought up Robin Bullock. I don't remember. Anyway, I just read, I knew that name sounded familiar. This guy claims to be John the Baptist. Just wanted to throw that out there. If you're in for some interesting, comical reading, mm-hmm. check out Robin Bullock. He's a prophet and now claims to be John the Baptist. Oh, is this the long-haired prophet we were talking about? Yeah. That he's yeah. he's God's gift to God? Yeah, he looks God. like Chris Angel. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'm not going to go eat bugs. Man, I love a steak. So I'm going to stick to my farm-grown meat. And we do have to watch yeah. out for that. There's There's rumors and people talking about injecting the mRNA vaccine into animals to keep COVID away from them. Even though they've been fighting it for years. Yeah. And most major meat places do inject the animals with tons of antibiotics and stuff that aren't good for us. Right. So when you can buy local, if you can, it is a more upfront cost. We shouldn't, I mean, health people say you shouldn't eat tons of red meat anyways. Mm -hmm. You need, you need a balanced diet. That's what God created it all for. Yeah. Eat a lot of goats. In Africa, I eat goat. I really liked it. I enjoyed goat. Yeah, I think it's time that we start learning how to raise, breed, butcher our own meat. Because there is going to come a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we'll be here, maybe we won't when the time comes. But that they, they're going to say, you can't buy any more meat. And, and they're going to outlaw, obviously, mm-hmm. making, uh, growing your own meat. But... I w- bumped into a gentleman at the grocery store. I overheard him say, this was just yesterday, he read out loud the price of the ground chicken. He said, good night. And I said, I know, but.
but get it while you can because pretty soon it's all going to be lab grown. And he said, that's when I'll be hunting more. Mm-hmm. And he's right. That's what we need to do. Yeah. You got to learn. We're going to have to learn to feed ourselves mm-hmm. with gardens yep. and hunting. There's already local ranchers and mm-hmm. people that sell eggs, and which is time we need to we need to come back more locally. You know, there's legislation in the House that good libertarian minded people passed to help small ranchers. And I believe it passed. So it should help to take the monopoly from the three big meat producers. But but honestly, we don't know if they're they might not believe the same way we believe as far as being a Christian. So who's to say they're not going to. Who's that the ranchers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you're so, buying your meat from your rancher, you can ask them, hey, yeah. is this but I'm just saying USDA? Because I don't want that. While we can support them mm-hmm. while they're still around, I think that's great. But also don't say, I'll rely on them. Mm-hmm. And then be caught with your pants down and no meat. Easy. This is a Christian show. <laughs> Watch your mouth. You want hey, so what I wanted to get into, and it's kind of a good segue from what Becky said, is uh, James chapter 4 and verse 13 and 14. Go to now ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas, ye know, not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanish away. So that's what Becky was saying, you know, learn these things now. We talk about, you know, if I get to this point in life, then I'll serve Christ more. If I do this, if this happens, then I'll do this. That's not what God said. If I get my license and a job, I'll talk to my girlfriend's dad. Ouch. So, <laughs> what the Sorry, what, what James is saying here is that we need to be acting immediately. Mm-hmm. We don't. If you look around, the signs are coming. Jesus is coming back. That's the truth. Yep. And I know when, but I can't tell you. <laughs> I'm kidding. But what, what we do need to do is say, well, you know, when I make that mark at work, then I'll have more time to give to my church. Or when my church gets to X amount of people, then I can get into Sunday school teaching. Or when my neighbor comes and asks me about God, I'll tell them. Mm-hmm. No, what James is saying is be instant in season right now because you, your life is a vapor. You don't know when God will call you home mm-hmm. or Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, when Jesus comes back, there is supposed to be the signs, and we should be able to mark some certain things. I'm not going to get into that. I don't know if tomorrow I'll be here. Right. I pray that I am because mm-hmm. I'm having a good time, but I'll have a better time where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But what James is saying is to be instant, be now. Don't worry about tomorrow because that's what they're saying. He was saying some people will go into this city, they'll set up shop, they'll buy and they'll trade and they'll become part of the community, and then they'll share the gospel. The gospel is to be shared today. With your neighbor, your coworker, with the stranger at the gas station. Mm-hmm. But before all that, I digress. You need to be the type of person when somebody looks at you and says, there's something different about that person. Yeah, I'm a Jesus freak. <laughs> Don't say that. That's dumb. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they look at you and they say there's something. There's a shining light about you. Mm-hmm. Grumpy Christians, I just don't understand grumpy Christians. I'm I'm not saying I'm sunshines and rainbow every day. True. But man, hey, watch it. You're supposed to say yeah. Yeah, you are. But what what I do know inside my heart is Yeah, you are a, grumpy? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Grumpy bear. There's a love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know that 
He came and found me in my sin, saved my soul. I hope when people meet me, they're like, that guy's pretty, and generally a happy person. Mm-hmm. Becky is trying to deny that, but we'll move on from there. But grumpy Christians, Christians that walk around like the world owes them something. We don't want the world to owe us anything. I hate the world. Whoa, easy. You know what I mean. Yeah. I want no part of it. But we should be f- having fun, sharing the gospel, getting rejected because the Bible tells us that's going to happen. But be okay. Brush the dust off your feet and move on. Be present. Mm-hmm. Be pursuing that closer relationship with God. Just to say, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go to church on Sunday, and then on Monday, I look like the world. Mm-hmm. On Monday, you should look like a Christian. Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe take Thursday off. Friday, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we should always be. We are all called to something. Like we've said before, not everybody's called to be a pastor. Not everybody's been called to be a deacon or even a Sunday school teacher. Some people just aren't cut out for that. Mm-hmm. But we're all called to share the gospel of Christ. Yep. And that leads into my next verses here. Always love to go into the book of Proverbs. You know, if I'm trying to read that once again on a daily basis. But Proverbs 11 and uh, verse 14, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> God did not want you to be a wolf pack of one. No, because that's an oxymoron. Yeah, and from a horrible movie. Yeah, why would you even admit that? But what God did want is true New Testament churches edifying Christ, building one another up, discipling, and just fellowship. Yep. Once again, we go back to that grumpy Christian. If your church is making you grumpy, change it. Change your church. Figure that out. Or change your attitude. You you could have a sour attitude in a awesome church. Yeah. I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt that maybe... Well, sometimes... It is just you. It, yeah. But we should be hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. We should be lifting one another up, praying for one another, challenging one another, mm-hmm. not letting sin slide by one another. I'm not saying poke, poke holes in everybody's or point out everyone else's flaws while you're I'm, I'm talking about like, from meat and marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Your buddy is philandering on his wife. Maybe you tell him, Hey man, that's not God's purpose or mm-hmm. whatever it could be. Smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Oh. But we should be, we should be hanging out together Yeah. because that's how we'll go into the world. The strength in numbers. That's what God gave us each other for, is to have strength in numbers. So if you take these verses that we've done today, starting with Becky's, eat real meat. I'm kidding. (laughs) Know the prophecies will be fulfilled, and that just because you abstain from eating farm-raised meat and what was the other one? Marriage. Marriage. And so many other things, but those are the two they abstain from. And you put yourself on a higher plane than God. Remember, he will not be mocked. He will not. He is the God. And that we need to be instant. We need to be current in sharing the gospel with one another. Mm -hmm. Fellowshipping with one another. Building one another up. Man, if somebody has some crazy ministry idea, help them out. Mm Mm-hmm. Skateboard ministry, we heard about that last week. Hey, rock on, brother. Do it. Whatever 
your calling is God wants you to put him in it and take it to the world. Maybe you're a welder. Maybe you're a seamstress. Maybe you're a doctor. I really like meeting Christian doctors because they mm-hmm. use medicine and they use Christianity and they fuse them together. Because I'm not anti-medicine. There's times for it. But people that are Christians and in the medical field, I think, have a dual purpose. Mm-hmm. They get a dual blessing. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about this when people in the hospital, the death that they must see. But what about all the life that they see? Mm-hmm. The, you know, quadruple bypass or the strokes and the things, the, the widow makers and whatnot that should have people dead, the cancer victims that come back. But Christians that are in the medical field know that that is the hand of God that kept them here. Mm-hmm. It almost makes me jealous. I wish I would have became a nurse. It's not too late. It's too late. Oh. God has called me to something oh, different. Right. But this is true. Put God in wherever you go in life, in whatever that may be. Right? I wanted to talk about some news articles here today, but they're kind of gross. Mm-hmm. I had fun talking about the gospel. Should we bash on Target some more? That's always a fun one. Yeah. If you've now gone back to Target because you think that, oh, Pride Month's almost over, they took the satanic clothes. Wait, no. Guess what? From National File exclusive, Target sponsors Drag Queen Story Hour for Kids in Upstate New York. You know, and this is from last month, a month ago. They're still doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You can go. You can go to the National File. It's by Frankie Stokes. Stocks. You can check out the story. But if you think it's going to slow down, it's not. Target has been woke and pushing this kind of stuff for a long time. It's not just this year, this month. Mm-hmm. It was this year, this month, they came after the children, and that's when Christian said, that's enough. Yeah. Well, they came after them harder. For a couple years, they've had pride onesies, and but well, this, now they're doing the satanic yeah. and the pride hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And the tuck, the tuck uh, oh, swimsuits. Yeah. Gross. Go check out, what's it, Alex Stein? Don't, don't go check out Alex right. Stein. He tries one on, and he really likes it. Yeah. He's not a clean-mouthed individual. True. He's brave, though. Yep. <laughs> he likes to scream. Yeah. But this is the truth. You know, go to Public SQ. Find the companies that support your morals. Feel a little better about what you do. You know, we know you're not going to get rid of all the garbage in life. But I know that you'll feel a blessing if you start to say, well, my dollar went to here, and that's a Christian company. Mm-hmm. Target is owned by BlackRock, which owns, you know, major shareholders and everything. I believe BlackRock's funded by China. This is the agenda they're going at, except for, and this is from Breitbart, I read this the other day, the BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, no longer uses ESG, and he laments that the term has been weaponized for political gain. So this is Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock. They have a $9.2 trillion as a hedge fund asset management. Becky was dumbfounded when I said that number. A trillion, that's insane. He doesn't own it, that's just what they manage. I, still. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Maybe one day we'll get a good Christian uh, financial advisor on here and can tell us more about all that stuff. But here the article says, and it's by Sean Moran. Moran, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink said Sunday he no longer uses the term ESG when talking of investing, lamenting. It has become politicized. So last month he came out and he said the reason companies do this is because they need to hit a score of 50 or higher to get other investment companies to invest in them. So when everybody's like, how could Bud Light lose that much billion dollars over to Dylan Mulvaney? 
They don't care about the money they lost today. They care about the money they lost in the future, the hundreds of billions of dollars. Well, now here, this BlackRock CEO said he's ashamed. And he's ashamed because Florida and Texas both no longer use BlackRock for their state investing, which cost, uh, I want to say it was $200 billion, just Florida alone. It sounds like a lot, right? There was enough to make a shakeup. Texas, I didn't see the number on how much they held back. The, in my opinion, they don't really care because they're pushing a narrative. They're It's the anti-God narrative. They want to rule the world. The Agenda 2030, you've heard us talk about that before. Well, you won't move 15 minutes outside your house. You'll live, work, play in the same area. Nobody needs a car. You'll own nothing and like it. Be happy. And be happy. This is what they're going for. And even if you read more of Larry Fink's uh, what he was talking about, someone says, you're ashamed. He said, oh, I didn't say that. Bro, this is the same talk. You didn't, this isn't months before. Well, and what caught my attention was that he said he's not going to use the term ESG yeah. anymore. He didn't say he's not going to use the... Yep. Now I can't even think of the word I was looking for, but... The acronym. No, he's still going to do yeah. what it says. Yep. He's just not going to call it ESG. Yeah. This article says BlackRock and CEO Larry Fink and have have been leading the way on ESG investing, which has become the latest vector through which large financial institutions can push publicly listed companies to adopt positions such as boosting diversity, increasing climate change, programs promoting racial justice, and other leftist propositions. So this is what it's about. When you say, how could Bud Light do that? How can Target do that? Because these guys that manage, you know, they... They all own about like 9 to 11% of stock. So it's BlackRock, it's uh, State Street and Vanguard. Those are your three big hitters. They own enough to push the board and get on the board and then do this. So in layman's terms, they're not afraid of the customers they're going to lose. They're afraid of the investors they're going to lose mm -hmm. and the big money held over their head. Yeah. So they don't care about losing customers. No. Because that's not where their money comes from, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's hostile takeovers, and they push these companies to take this. So when you do see a company taking a stand for Christian values, for uh, sanctity of life, for American independence, spend your money there. Mm -hmm. And it might cost a little more, but this is what we got to fight against. I know my $1 isn't going to take BlackRock down. I wish it would. Like, oh, hold that dollar back. You're done. <laughs> But inside, I feel better when I don't give these dirtbags my money. Mm -hmm. Just my two cents on it. I hope that these two little articles tied up what's going on in the news. And if you see things and you wonder why Bud Light and Target would do that, if you wonder if they've gone back to, you know, wanting your money, they don't. No. Hey, if you liked what you heard, you want to help keep us on the air, give us a text. Give us a call, 509-818-7818. We enjoy being on American Christian Network. We also have the digital way. You can download it, share it with your friends. We'd love for you to do that because Becky and I love doing this for you guys, and I hope you get something out of it. For Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew, and I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough, he will live in you. 